Breakdown time. That's right, Media Clashes, Pro Wrestling Podcast, The Breakdown, The Pro Wrestling Podcast. Coming to you live every week on a Friday, taped on a Thursday. And boy, do we have some stuff to talk to you about this week. My name is Wayne. As always, I'm joined by... Paul. And let's get into it. Tony Khan told us for a couple of weeks, he had a huge, huge announcement that it was going to change the wrestling world as we know it. Did that big announcement change the wrestling world as we know it? The rumors were possible Supercard, WrestleMania weekend versus AEW versus New Japan. Rumors of a streaming um, subscription based with uh, HBO Max, which still might happen. Um, much like the WWE with the Peacock. And then there was some rumblings of Tony Khan buying ROH. Because Sinclair... Um, they recently pulled the plug, released all their. Rest- well, yeah, the Ring of Honor sh- went into shutdown, but said they were going to come back in April because their their Supercard is set for April still, as far mm-hmm. as we know. Their TV rights are still good for most of the year, I think. Mm-hmm. So they still have shows they got to ta- they can tape and put on the air, which is are they still on Access Channel or yeah. I think it's access. Okay. Yeah, because uh, they were supposed to do TV tapings at, uh, or at or after Supercard. Yeah, because they're already promoting matches for Supercard. You got Bandino versus um, Jonathan Grisham for technically who's the real champion. Yeah, so Tony Khan comes out Wednesday. High on starts cocaine. the show. He is hyper. Clearly he is the man so is excited. Not, he is. It's funny. He's so awkward on camera. Yes, he is. He'll never be a Mr. McMahon. Like, at least not anytime soon. But, uh, yes, he came out super hyped, super excited. Because he, he himself, I think that's the big distinction in this. He himself, Tony Khan, bought Ring of Honor. Not AEW, which is owned by him, excuse me, and his dad. And I still think to some extent that the Bucks, Kenny, and even Cody bought in. Yeah, I think they might have like stake, like small investments. Like to show that they were willing to side, like, you know, put some skin in the game. But according to the press release at the very bottom, it said this is a Tony Khan purchase, not an AEW. Like so, technically they're not the same company. No. Like if you were to think about it as two businesses, AEW wrestlers can't just show up in Ring of Honor. It is still technically two separate entities. It's not like when. Vince bought ECW and WCW and had he run them as separate promotions, those they were technically all owned by the same parent company. This is not... They're just owned by the same 
parent, but he had they're two separate entities. The rumor was supposedly the asking price was anywhere from twenty mil to fifty mil for uh, he's worth for he's worth over a billion dollars by himself. So well, it's yeah, like, I mean, it's nothing. It was nothing to him to buy. And but pay is that Ring much. of Honor really worth twenty years worth of Ring of Honor? WCW was five mil. Different times. There was uh, no that w- that tape library had no use until the network came around. Yeah, I guess you're right. They bought they bought that and that they bought that tape network that tape library for future use. This is literally something like you said because one of the rumor was they were going to do a streaming service with. HBO Max. Well, AEW by itself doesn't have enough content to really demand all that big of a price. But you bring 20 years of content and all of a sudden your price from HBO Max goes up. Because um, that's ultimately what it is. I guarantee you, if what he paid, what he paid Sinclair for Ring of Honor... I guarantee you he gets more than that from Just HBO or Warner Brothers. The um I guarantee you. So again, his his purchase will be profitable. Like he said, AEW was profitable from that TV deal. Yeah. So here's another TV deal in air quotes that'll be then make the venture profitable. Well, he said the next time like he he already came out in interviews and said that he can't sign everybody. He can't do it. Some contracts that's been some wrestlers that's been there since day one might not get resigned and just let go because of the big names coming in to make further build up AEW and Dynamite and Rampage and all that. That um, he said pops possibly next time the TV deals come up I can negotiate for more now yeah. because we're worth it. We proved ourselves in the ratings and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because here's the thing. AEW's in a better position TV rights-wise than WWE. And let me explain how I, I come to that, that, that conclusion. USA, which has paid for the TV rights to Monday Night Raw, they paid... A billion dollars for Raw for five years, two hundred million a year. In the entire time that Raw has been on USA, all they have seen is the ratings drop. So they're having diminishing returns on their investment. AEW, on the other hand, is in a position where their ratings have gone up since their initial launch. Their drawing and star power has gone up since their initial launch. So yeah, Tony Khan's going to get more money come, you know, renewal. It's it's a no-brainer. And TNT, TBS, um, now, is that still... Yeah, they're all still owned by Time Warner, which is still technically owned by... Uh, Comcast or no who owns like 
those channels are all like Warner Brothers and all. It's it's weird who like is the actual parent company of all that crap, but. They're already in the family to where HBO Max will just they'll they'll kick them more money for the Ring of Honor stuff, the AEW stuff. If they pull a network where okay, the the pay per views are going to be available on HBO Max. Warner Media is owned by AT and T. Okay, so yeah, and AT and T, I know because okay, yeah, because AT and T was trying to sell a game division at one point. Yeah, that's why I get. HBO Max for yeah. free. So AT&T was trying to de-invest in a lot of the stuff that Warner Media owned because they didn't see it as, I guess, enough of a profit for them. Yeah, the video game. Because they, 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 they were taking, I think they were taking offers or they were entertaining offers for like, who is it? Like uh, the Mortal Kombat studio, which is really the only one that is worth anything because all the other studios make licensed products. Oh, uh, Neversoft? Neversoft. I kept thinking Ravensoft, but no, it's Neversoft, yeah. So Neversoft makes Mortal Kombat. They own that IP. Technically, like, I mean, it's Neversoft, but then, you know, Warner Media, whatever, owned them, so it was Warner Media's. Yeah. But everything else Warner Media makes is licensed IP. All the DC stuff. Yeah, right. They were making Harry. I think they were making Harry Potter at one point, or Lord of the Rings at one point. Um. So they don't produce anything that isn't owned by somebody else, other than Mortal Kombat. Universal owned by Warner Media. No, Universal is Comcast, NBC Universal. Well, that that's who has Harry Potter. Okay, yeah. So then it must have been Lord of the Rings at some point that Warner Brothers was making. They um, look the Tolkien's estate's trying to sell the license rights and all that to his stuff. I'm sure they're asking quite a bit. It's going to all depend on how that if that Amazon show is like amazing, then the price is going to go up. Considering how much they spend, yeah, they're spending per episode. Mm-hmm. Better be. They um, they're starting to see like people are paying stupid prices for. For anything, I mean, for I mean, it's it's kind of the song live like musicians now are making. Well, yeah, because they're just they're wanting to get get money while the get it while the getting's good. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen just sold his his library his catalog for three hundred mil, four hundred mil, something like that. Same uh, with um, Bob Dylan sold Bob Dylan's his yeah. for I think hundreds of millions. Yeah, a couple hundred. I mean, they're getting it while they're getting like here's the thing. A lot of these musicians, and I call them hypocrites for it, because, you know, they sold, they look, the getting's good right now, so we're going to sell out. You know, you got old fucking, you got old motherfuckers, though, who are sticking to their guns. Fucking Neil Young. Sticking to his guns. Like, take my shit off of there. You don't pay me enough for fucking streaming anyway. Well, he's just a grumpy guy. But I mean, still, he's he's look. Bob Dylan could like you know when you had like Neil Young is a name. Yeah, we all know it. You'd have had like a big name, like a massive somebody who massive like Neil Young's not selling his catalog for what Bob Dylan's selling his catalog for. Or now, fucking McCartney. Yes, 
Yeah, like, probably saying, if you, one of the highest. When, when you come up with those motherfuckers come out and say something against like Spotify or some shit like that. Yeah. Then they fucking you know. Is the Beatles on Spotify? I don't know. That iTunes only. I don't. So. I don't fucking. I don't use Spotify. The show's on Spotify, so go like and download if you want it on Spotify. But it's not a good. Like, it's not like unless I guess you maybe using the app. Like the web interface, not that great to like deal with uploads and and things like that. But again, so yeah, like people are paying stupid amounts of money for content. That's why ultimately Peacock sat there and took away Netflix. I mean, took Office off of Netflix. But again, it was stupid because Netflix was paying massive amounts of money. Yeah. For the Office, and they just want subscribers. Yeah, now they want, they want, they're like, oh, people are paying, they're paying massive, they're getting a, a massive audience for the office, why don't we get some of that money? Well, Peacock is not making money. Like, it's different, when Netflix started, Netflix was, only became profitable, profitable, I think, within the last 10 years. Because when you start without a parent company or anything, you have to incur all that cost. Well, when you jump in to try and compete with the big dog, you have to spend way more money and you're only using your content. Whereas Netflix could go, all right, we'll pay for this, we'll pay for this, we'll pay for this. And, you you know, you get a better selection and a better experience when there's all kind of shit there. But, you know, as we saw just this past week, Pretty much everything Disney is and ABC is going to be off of Netflix soon. The Marvel shows are going to be on H on uh, Disney, Disney Plus, Plus March sixteenth. Sixteenth, yeah, yeah. And like I said, they were going on they were going on Disney Plus. They weren't going to go anywhere else. So, according according to Feige, Moon Knight's supposed to be pretty violent. So. I think just because it says Disney, I think I think a lot of people miss the point of the actual movies that Disney makes. Like people, when you say Disney, you associate it with you know Disney World and the cutesy kid shit. Disney owns all of that, and they make a lot of shit that you just wouldn't think of. It just doesn't have the fucking Disney castle plastered on the front of it. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't see, I mean, again, for this sole reason, Tony Khan was a genius and he probably made money on the deal. There's one, if there is, if he is going to, there's going to be something, if, if they're going to put that shit on HBO max, then, you know, he, I guarantee you they paid them more than the 40 million that he paid for ring of honor. Here's the thing. There's one there's one thing in that video catalog that AEW needs and cannot let Vince get a hold of, and that's the very first all-in. Because technically, before AEW started, that all-in yeah, I mean, they, they, yeah, was they, a Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, and that was before it was officially AEW and all that and stuff. And I mean, here's the thing. like Even with that now, if Cody is honestly gone, Cody was all over that shit. Also, fucking, um, 
Joey Ryan fought your fucking world champion right now. Yeah, and a bunch true. of pe- penis uh, druids came out and carried yeah, him yeah, off. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, knew pe- I, I knew people that were those penises. Who? Uh, was uh, one of the... It was a bunch of people from Serpentico. It was a bunch of people from Serpentico's old school, the uh, team, the 3D Academy. 3D, oh, okay. So this guy who wrestles as a clown that I've, I've worked with, I can't remember what the hell his name was. He was one. Oh, the one that wrestled here? Yeah, the one that wrestled. Oh, fuck, uh, what was his name? Uh, he had a fucking horrible suicide dive that. He almost ate shit. No, no, on. no, no, not uh, not Trip. There, oh. was a, there was another clown guy that wrestled for oh, us. Never mind. That was the only one. Yeah, no, no, no. Trip. No, uh, I have, dude. I haven't heard from heard from Trip or seen Trip in a while. Um, but no, there was another guy. Like, yeah, it was it was a bunch of students from Team Three D Academy that did it. That with the penises. He had an ugly suicide dive. I thought he was gonna break his neck when he dove. Yeah. Um. But also, you have Rey Mysterio. Ray Mysterio's on that card. Dude, you che- had Ray Mysterio. Chelsea was on that card. Which again, the big thing, like she said, like she lied to Vince and them. Yeah. So she could make sure she could do that show. Um The Trios match was Kota Ibushi and the Young Bucks. <laughs> Golden mm-hmm. Elite versus Ray, Phoenix. And I think Bandino. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it was. I need to go back and rewatch that fucking All In, dude. That 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 whole fucking pay per view was great. Fucking Marty Skull versus Okada. When Okada kept calling him two o five. Yeah. Back when two o five live was a thing. And um, who Marty Skull just made his comeback? Like he's starting to. Do wrestling shows again. Mm-hmm. But the... Um, and you got to look at... This has to been planned a long... Like, this sale had to been a, almost a done deal weeks ago. I mean, yeah. That's what and they just like officially he, announced it. When, when he said he had to wait and see what, like, the lawyers... What he could say and couldn't say. I'm pretty sure the deal was, the deal was done. The, the deal was done when he said he had an announcement. Can so su- the deal was already done. Considering, and they said, like Ring of Honor said, they they had been approached by multiple people. So I guarantee you, Vince tried. Vince was like being a cheapskate and being like, "No, I'm not paying what you want." And fucking Tony's like, "I can pay what you want. You want to know why? Because I don't have a board of directors to answer to. Yeah. I don't have shareholders to answer to. I can do what's best for business." You got to look at the R- Ring of Honor. Hall of Fame this year, all AEW guys. Well, yeah, it was all people who now that they were gone, yeah, from WWE minus Samoa Joe. My, yeah, and I think Homicide. No, Samoa Joe was announced after he left. Yeah, I'm talking about he's not officially with AEW. Oh no, 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 yeah, but I mean it's all people who were like Homicide made a guest appearance. I think he, I think Homicide's getting them. Well, yeah, Homicide did the run in for. Uh, for Eddie, in yeah, a match? I think Eddie and Moxley, maybe. Yeah, Homicide ran. In, I mean, he ran in on an Eddie match. I just can't remember which one it was. I, I'm. I think it was Eddie tagging with um, 
Eddie tagging with Moxley on something, some pay per view, because because we were just wondering who the fuck that is, and then he yeah, and then they say like, who homicide. it was. I'm like, oh wow, um, dude, how awesome would that stable like? I just want to see Eddie Moxley, Santana, and Ortiz in a fifth person. I think yeah. fe- I think these factions need female members. So like Diamante would be I think a good Diamante or uh Mercedes Martinez would be a good fit I, for that faction. I say Mercedes will probably be really good for that. Um and then on the opposite side, the Dana Bryan side, if you want to get technical, Serena Deeb on that yep. side. Um, I'm still waiting for the the punk deeb interaction. Yeah. Because I, I, I think I think him buying Ring of Honor is a great because again, like I, I kind of agree with the what culture guys. I was listening to them today. If Vince if the if, if WWE would have bought Ring of Honor, it wouldn't have been treated with the the respect that it should be for what it did for you know wrestling. No. Like they'd uh they'd have squeezed they they'd have ran all these specials with the footage of all these wrestlers that are still under contract with them, and then that's it. Like it would have never gotten mentioned again. It only would have been Kevin Owens. Yeah, at this point, it would have been Kevin Owens, Sammy. But do you do Sammy? Yeah, because he's all he's just what El Generico. He's right? El Generico that yeah. whole time. Do you break the fucking kayfabe? Yeah. Do you break and say who it was? So I mean, it's. He doesn't even say it. Yeah, it would have been just, you know, because I, I think one of the guys from What Culture was like, let's put it this way, Tony Khan's not going to crank out a DVD that says they're uh, called the Rise and Fall of Ring of Honor just to stick it to, you know, his former competition. See, the big question, Mark, is how does this impact TNA, well, impact uh, because technically they're doing a, an invasion angle right now with and they're Ring of Honor. To, I know they're doing an invasion angle. Are they referring to them as Ring of Honor people? Honor bound. Honor bound. Like so, I mean, technically, yeah, they're not using Ring of Honor. But again, here's my thing with Ring it's of all, Honor. It's all Ring of Honor yeah, people. It's all Ring of Honor people. Yeah. And I, I what isn't Parazzo? She's the champion. The Ring of Honor women's champion. So they got to yeah. be using Ring of Honor in some way, shape, or form. She's that champion. She's the AAA champion. Yeah. So yeah. She's yeah. So here's the thing. Here's here's how I would go about still using Ring of Honor everywhere, like they're doing now, and and being and, and doing Ring of Honor TV, like all these other people. So clearly, those Ring of Honor people are either signed with Impact or they're being paid per appearance. Tony Khan just could be like, okay. As long as you're doing this Ring of Honor like invasion thing and you're using the references, I'll pay each one of these wrestlers a certain amount per appearance because then it's still basically free advertisement for me. But the bulk of their money's coming from Impact. And then you bring in these people who are signed under other company contracts. You bring them in per appearance. You don't have to sign them the contracts. Like, it's... There's a way to do it, just like Vince could have done this a long time ago and refuses because he refuses to acknowledge anybody exists outside of WWE. His bullshit answer that he said he didn't know the World Wildlife Foundation existed. Yeah. They, um... 
my suggestion, which I hope is what Tony Khan will do with Ring of Honor, is not treat it like NXT, but make it... You can take some of that talent that you have on AEW, some really big-name talents that you kind of not really doing much with and put them on ring of honor and build that up with them. Andrade house of black, um, best friends and, um, the acclaim fucking, you know I mean, here's the thing. All these people that come complain. I'm like, dude, acclaim's on every fucking episode of dark elevation. Yeah, but they should be getting more. I mean, there's only two out three hours of TV Tom. Technically, Caster was right in his rap last yeah, night. Yeah, he is. They've like been the number one team for like a month. Yeah, we're the number one but team. But you're in, you're in the build-up to not a singles match. They're still going to be the number one contenders to whoever wins. Like, this is one of those instances for the pay-per-views where it's not a number one contender who gets the shot. It's like a gimmick match. Because nothing, like, if 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 Jurassic Express lose, there's probably going to be, like, a rematch. Or Tony sometimes doesn't do rematches. It's, no. all right, y'all go back down to the bottom of the ladder and have to work your way back up. Technically, there's not supposed to be any rematches after you lose the championship. Yeah, so it's because they do the whole wins and losses thing. So yeah. it's you go back down into your spot and you build your way back up. Then the Acclaim would get their shot because they would still be number one contenders to the belt. Um, which again makes better more it makes better and more sense than just coming out on Raw and going I want a title shot I ain't beat nobody haven't wrestled in forever but I want a title shot so give it from me I mean RT's and Santana you can put them over there what I'm saying. So what you build can do, with, what build you the tag division like around them. Like what you can do with Ring of Honor is literally because I mean, even if they stay on Sinclair, they're even if they 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 keep the deal with Sinclair for their TV. Dude, access is not a very no. It's on what Direct TV, I think. It's not. I don't think it's a widely accessible. I know we can't get it on. I can't get it on Hulu. It's not on Hulu. No, it's um. I want to say it's a fucking satellite. It's like a Direct TV. Yeah, it's yeah, because I mean Sinclair, it, it it's a broadcasting company that owns it, that owns them. They um, if I was Tony Khan, the first thing I would do is, and according to the the, the memo, it said that all production, so all the equipment to run a show, yeah, they bought. I would call up William Regal right now, and it's like as soon as your contracts, ninety day or whatever it is with. With WWE's up, Dude, I'm saying, run hired. it as a run it as a completely different promotion, and you can cycle people through. I don't because I mean again, you only have so much airtime that you can fill. Everybody can't be on the show in a three out. Like that's why I'm not like everybody's up in arms because Brian Cage has been off of TV for six months. I'm like, okay, so when he comes back, you've missed him. Yeah. It's also the... Uh, when was the last time Seth Rollins was off of TV for an extended period of time other than when Becky gave birth? Like, that's why nobody cares about anybody that WWE pushes a main eventer or a big name because they're always there. Even when they lose, they're still always there. 
It's like Corbin's not a heel. Corbin's got like we don't want to see you heat. Yeah, but he's the most reliable villain. Yeah, other, no, but I mean, other I than the Miz, that's what happens when you don't cycle people through. Yeah. You've got a massive roster, but you've only got one heel. Oh, you can just say fuck it. Hey, uh, Triple H. You want to come redo fucking Triple H NXT? Triple H ain't never leaving WWE. No, he's never going to leave. But like in some dream scenario, it's like you get your fucking. I don't, that is not my dream because he is the re, he 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 is the one that said everybody has their role. He is just as guilty of holding people down and holding people back as anybody else in that Fed. But you got to think of what he did with NXT. Yeah, NXT was great. But How again, he rebuilt NXT to what you, it was. You still had people, like, he had certain positions for certain people, and that was it. I mean, Oni Lorcan under Triple H never got anything but a tag belt. And he had an entire auditorium chanting Headlock City for him. Well, I think To the point where they changed the end of the match, and he won a match with a headlock. I think it was just more of the crowd just being stupid. But again, that was the NXT audience everywhere. Yeah. And they he they he, Triple H didn't adjust to what the crowd wanted. He like yeah, you luck out to you got at like you got Adam Cole. You got a lot of people in NXT that were already names. And you let them be themselves. Yeah, you built, you, you lucked out and you built a brand off of a lot of indie people who already were names. It's not like you did anything. And then what? You got Keith Lee, you put both belts on him, and then he lost him, what, like a week later? Well, because Vince called him up. And again, we know how that went. Yeah. But that's not his fault, though. It's one of those, like, NXT was never a set like none of the brands are separate brands. Yeah, but NXT- this should be Ring of Honor should, and I'm pretty sure that's how Tony Khan's going to run it. It's going to be a separate entity. Yeah, yeah, you'll get some AEW people to cycle through. You might get a lot of the lower guys to get their more reps in front of a crowd. Again, people complain about what well, it pisses what, what pisses me off. What culture complains about you know dark and dark elevation? Like oh, we don't watch we don't watch that. It's like, bruh. It's the same thing as Rampage and Dynamite. They're literally filming it in front of a cra- that crowd. Even though sometimes Dark is shot in U- at Universal because they're going for a certain aesthetic for that. They want that old school studio wrestling aesthetic that really NWA, when they were running their show out of, Georgia, out of that Georgia studio, was very, I, I, it came across very well. Because of that little, that tight studio kind of atmosphere. Like old Saturday, was it old Saturday night main event? Yeah. Back when Ross was in WCW. That was also fucking Memphis. Yeah. But I mean, that comes across like, you know, all, for all the people who complained about there being no crowd during the pandemic and it made wrestling worse. It's like. But that small studio approach makes it better because the crowd's even more engaged than if they were in a big fucking arena. Like I was saying, uh, you know, talk about crowd engagement. The Balor Damian Priest match, they literally had to pipe in audience cr- audience no- noise over Damian Priest. 
Like, Vince, we see the crowd on camera not doing anything. We're not going to buy that only the people on camera aren't cheering or reacting, but everybody else is. Like, no, man. We get, we, we understand, we, we're not fooled. And that's not something AEW has had to do ever, is pipe in crowd noise. The show yesterday, the crowd wasn't very good. What? Dude, Daly's Place was going nuts. There is all, If there's one crowd that is never going to be silent and sit on their fucking hands, it's going to be that crowd. That's the home crowd. Yeah, but I think it was might weird. I mean, that's a difference. You could see. You could see them going crazy, but you couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's an that's audio thing, which yeah. AEWs always seem to have audio issues. And I think maybe the whole reason for that was because of the tag team battle royal, the mics might not have been where they would have been hmm. because of all the people around. Like, you would have just, you'd have, you'd have had them cranked down low anyway. And plus, it's the stupidest thing to have a battle roll when you have a fucking stage next to the ring. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the constraints of where they fucking, do the show. Only one, from what, I, from what I remember, only one person. Cash. I want to say Cash. One of, yeah, like, they, the, the, it looked like both of his feet touched the stage. And they, they, well, hurry. He, he came down like this. Hmm. Like, his feet on top. Um, either way, it's still one of those, like, you kind of constrained by the layout. You know, I was telling Teresa, they need to put a plaque over that side door that just says Mox's entrance. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, we'll talk about AEW has a pay-per-view coming up this Sunday, which Revolution. Is, which is, is is lining up to be bigger than their big pay-per-views. This is probably the most stacked card ever. This pay-per-view. This is like a fucking New Japan, like, Tokyo Dome show stacked card. Um, We'll quickly go through and talk about the lead-up to, to these matches. The buy-in... You're gonna have Hook versus QT Marshall. I would have sucks. Is this should be on the main card? This should be on the main card because Hook is over as a motherfucker. Technically, like like I was telling you earlier, you need a match to follow the Punk MJF match to kind of. I don't think this isn't the this isn't what you use as a cooldown because it's not gonna last long for one. No, and the crowd's gonna go nuts when Hook comes out. That's. Hook is a babyface without actually doing anything that a babyface would do. Yeah, on a heel faction. Yeah. They, um... He's on more of the... Ethan Page. Oh, yeah, he hangs out. Yeah, he's on... He's he's He hangs out with Page. And he's on his blog. Yeah. And Dan Housing did something with him. He offered up chips. That was on, um... Uh, that was on his? Yeah. Yeah. He gave him the fucking Doritos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to say that was his. And then he was on Being the Elite last week. Apparently Ricky Starks is the one who, who trains him. Dude, the, Ricky's not... Ricky's a fucking amazing wrestler. Yeah. He's going to get such a pop when 
when he comes down next month. I mean, I, I get, yeah, because I mean, you're gonna have local people, and at least the local AEW fans are gonna know he's from here. Yeah. I um, need to find out when they're all coming in the town, make calls, send messages, see if I can't line some stuff up. I was thinking, dude, I was I was gonna um, send Travis a message of like, hey, dude, try to get in touch with um, Ethan Page yeah. about getting a crew, like getting a group up to go to the store. Omega Toys. The uh, second match for the buy-in is Chris Statlander versus Layla Hirsch. I think this is going to be like, I, uh, like again, I think this should have been, this deserves to be on the main card more than Jade and fucking Ty does. Because I can see these two beating the holy hell out of one another. Considering what Statlander fucking what fa- said. What Statlander said? Of, oh, God. Um, I can see why you parents gave you up for adoption yeah, jesus no. you're the you're the baby you're, yeah, face no, you're supposed to be the baby face in this like your gimmick is your freaking alien from the andromeda galaxy and this this girl here is like a fucking orphan from fucking russia especially at this moment in fucking time well i think that was before all this i know but still <laughs> um he uh because last night they did a little promo and she said it's Sidelander said it's going to be like a different side of her. Who's going to come out for the uh, for this match? So for the main card, you have Jade versus Ty Conti, which we just said for the uh, TBS Championship. This was kind of thrown together last week. It's going to be an extended squash. Yeah, Jade's going to win this. Do you, is this where you introduce a new female wrestler, Ember Moon or somebody like that? Or have a returning wrestler like Ruby Soho or um, I mean, you kind of. Here's the thing with, with, with Jade. They're clearly going to go on some kind of like streak. And the only way to get it to go higher is to do exactly what they did to Goldberg. And you just need to keep feeding her jobbers. You need to keep feeding her enhancement talent. You can't bear, you can't pull a Ronda and bury your women's division. Ty's got to put up some kind of fight. Yeah. And to put up some kind of fight. Um... She squashed somebody like ridiculously fast, but it was enhanced. Like I could, yeah, you pull in your local, your, the local wrestler from wherever you are and, and squash her, but you need to space out the main roster, like your contracted women. Cause you don't want to bury them. Like that's, this could easily fall into the Ronda Rousey burying the entire women's division and them still not recovering from it And by the time she came back. So I don't even know. Like It's not time to bring in some big name off of free agency to go up against her. I don't think. It needs to be further down, which sucks. But you're not like... I, I didn't like the fact they brought Ruby in just to have a lose. Her first match, 
Yeah. But again, that's what happens when you bring someone in and directly put them into a main event. In the main event kind of spot. Which again, you should put over an AEW talent, which everybody bitches and complains, oh, all the people from outside come in and you know, don't put over anybody else. It's like, well, the only person who came in from outside and went undefeated was Punk. Because a draw is still a draw. It's not a win. It's one of those... Um, it's not going to be Sheeta because Sheeta's in Japan right now wrestling. She's doing a Japan show. Yeah. I don't think... I, I don't think Sheeta... I don't know that Cheetah needed to be the one to be next anyway. No, but you can bring her back. She's a capable talent to to help put over. Because I mean, I, you need to keep her keep away from Serena. Yeah, because Serena ought to be able to out wrestle her and make her tap within minutes. Oh, good news! Carrie Sane is officially back with stardom. Oh, uh, her, her her contract's up, up. Yep. I think she's just going by Carrie. Kyrie. 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 Sorry. Um. I mean, so, I I want some of these bigger name women that left that, that got released to show up, but I think Ember Moon. You save Ember Moon for the Serena Deeb. Yeah, that that whoever like comes in and finally beats her needs to be somebody big. Yeah. And not even beat her. Like somebody, like, I don't think the person's going to beat her in five minutes. I think it's going to be somebody that's it's going to outlast her. Yeah, you don't have to pin her. You just yeah. outlast the five minutes. Yeah. Um, so it's just unanimous. Jade's going to win this. Yeah, Jade's winning. There's, the tie's not they're, not. they're not taking that belt off of Jade at what, 28 now? No. Yeah, 28. If you've gone this far, just keep going. That's the one bad thing about AEW pay per views. A lot of most of the matches are very predictable on who's going to win. Well, I mean, because that's what happens when you have a an actual build in story. Yeah, like you you you've clearly defined the story and the characters, you know. And then you know your main your main matches they kind of start getting harder. Yeah, to the, pinpoint who's going to win because they can go either way. There's a couple that this that's, can go <laughs> only one way. Yeah, Jade wins. I say about half of this pay-per-view is um, up in the air on who can win. You can go either one. Um, next is a AHFO, Andrade, Isaac Cassidy, and Matt Hardy versus Darby, Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Sting in a six-man Tornado Texas not Texas, but just Tornado tag match. I could see Isaiah having to make a decision. That's what ha- that's how the turn's gonna happen. Yeah, like something's gonna happen, and Matt's gonna be like, "Help me," and Andrade's gonna be like, "Don't do it." It's and this, he's gonna he's gonna choose Andrade. This match sets up the Jeff. Yeah, this yeah this is what this is this is for Wednesday. Um, obviously Darby and him's gonna win this. And something's going to happen with Matt. Either he's going to cost the match or he's going to take the pin I and just, get kicked out and I, voted out because technically... Yeah, I, Isaiah and uh, his tag partner are board members with voting power. 
Yeah, and Andrade has fifty one percent. Yeah. So no, that, it's so it's the fight like the old the other hit Andrade and his associate Jose get a vote a vote. It's five people with votes. Andrade, Jose, Isaiah, his tag partner, and Matt. And they're gonna vote him out, basically, physically and yeah. violently. And the best thing is like tomorrow on Rampage, you have an amazing match. It's Andrade versus Darby versus Sammy for the TNT title, which oh, should be. Uh, you know what I can see? I can totally see Isaiah making Isaiah making the decision to pick Andrade over Matt. They lose the match. At some point, you hear in the, in the, the pay per view, they're like, "We're gonna have a board meeting Wednesday," and you know to discuss like they just keep it up the, the whole erratic behavior. So have Matt do something crazy. Right during the match, yeah. And when they go, we're gonna establish, you know, we're gonna have a board vote on Wednesday. That's when you know you have Matt hint that you know, if everybody wants to gang up on me, I won't be alone. Yeah, because now he's starting to do the the Lee chance. Yeah, he's starting to act erratic again. And, yeah, yeah. Um. After, next is. Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon versus Young Bucks. This this is, was predictable as all hell. Who was going to be those two teams? Oh yeah, obvious. That's what sucked because that especially that, yesterday that match was pretty good. But knowing that it had to have been the Young Bucks, I'm like, no. Last night's match, Battle Royal, wasn't as good as the the first match. I don't know. I think that I thought I, mean, I thought some, the first match had better. Better spots than uh, this one. I mean, I love I love the fact that Dante's brother was back, and they oh, let him top last light. the whole time. Yeah, like that that shows that to me that's like yeah, Dante got the spotlight while you were out, but here you go. Show everybody that you're just as good. Yeah, is he? Uh, I mean, it, it's debatable. He's, he's probably not as aerodynamic yeah. as Dante. Yeah, because Dante he's a bigger flies all over. He's a bigger person mm-hmm. than his brother, but yeah. Um, kind of maybe look at it as like, well, not so much fucking private party, not private party. No, um, they're they're well. I mean, they're they're, they're yeah. like uh, street profits. Street profits, yeah. Um, Minus Dawkins don't leave leave the ground too yeah, much, too often. They uh, you know, you could also. You could also, uh, you know, compare him to the Hardys. Matt was never, yeah, the flyer. Jeff was. Jeff Jeff wasn't a flyer. He just falls. Well, I mean, that's all. That's all high flying was back in the day. Was falling off of shit. Or, you know, jumping, falling gracefully off of shit. I should say. Yeah. This is one of those matches can go up in the air. It's like, do you put the belts on Red Dragon? The Bucks ain't winning. Do you put the belts on Red Dragon and further that feud with them? Or do you have their bicker and cost them the titles? Yeah, and... Luke, and then you have... Jurassic... Red Dragon versus Young Bucks at another show or something, and then the, the next person to try and go... Then you set up... Do the tree thing. You, you know, can the, set up... Uh, 
proud and powerful versus Jurassic Express. That could be your next tag team. Um, yeah. Set up. So who are you picking? I don't know. Again, it's a toss-up. But who's going to... Because, honestly, I can say Jurassic Express retain because the other two teams cost each other the match. Do we crown another set of champions when the, the obvious feud is going to be the other person, the other team in the match? Either outcome of this is is like is is very stereotypical. Like it's it's scream like the Bucks win. You got you got three options: Bucks win, Red Dragon wins, Jurassic Express wins. And the only way Jurassic Express wins is if the Bucks and Red Dragon cost each other the match. Yeah. You got the um, whoever wins the tag team, either Young Bucks or Red Dragon, gets the affection of Adam Cole, so you get that too. I I want to say Red Dragon because I like I like Red Dragon, but I think I mean if I'm gonna go on a little, we're gonna say I say Lucha Jurassic, uh, Jurassic Express, Express retains. yeah. And um, you can further the dissension between the Young Bucks, Adam Cole, and Red Dragon and all that. Yeah. Whenever Kenny... Kenny's going to be out for a while, so... So he can heal up and be 100%. And um, eventually you can do Cole and Red Dragon versus Bucks versus Bucks and um, Omega. Eventually. Uh, next you have Moxley versus Danielson. It's gonna be a hell of a fucking oh, yeah, violent. Blood will be involved at least. Yes. Um, they kind of hinted at that at the promo. Yeah, to start I, this. Does Moxley take the pin? Technically, this was supposed to be that world champion number one contender tournament. This was supposed to happen, but that's when Moxley went into rehab. Yeah, that's right. And they had to go a different route, and they did the Danielson destroying the Dark Order to get to Hangman Page. Yeah. So, last night, Danielson versus Christopher Daniels. Um... Apparently, Danielson is the same age as Ric Flair was when WCW went under the last Nitro. Wait, who? What, Brian Danielson? No, Daniels. Christopher Daniels. Oh, Christopher Daniels. No way is he that old. Yeah. Damn. They were right. Like, he was in the main event of the very first fucking Ring of Honor, I guess, pay-per-view show. They failed to mention. I think it was a three-way with Loki, but they don't. They're not going to talk about Loki. He's in his forties, close to his fifties, maybe. 
51. 51, yeah. 10 years older than me. His eyes still messed up from the Young Bucks match from last year. That's called long st- long-term storytelling. Oh, you think that's a contact or? Yeah, it is. Okay. He's um, on BTE all the time with it. As the head of talent relations. Because he's the talent. He, he's yeah. the head of the HR department. The um, the best part of the night is after he. <clears throat> it was so obvious what was going to happen. Danielson gets on the mic and says, before a match, we shake our hand. We shake hands. And then after the match, we shake hands. But this isn't Ring of Honor. And I'm going to kick his I'm skull in. I'm AEW and I'm going to kick his head in. <laughs> and um, this is, I I really don't know who, who fucking wins this. I think it might be Danielson. Yeah, because I mean, either way, I think Moxley, the, outcome, the outcome is them teaming up. Moxley, Moxley taking a pin doesn't hurt him. No. He doesn't. Ah, fuck Danielson taking the pin doesn't hurt him either. No, as long as they if they they go all out and, be, and it's like a actual blood fucking and guts match. It's blood. I think showing both of them beating the living hell out of each other doesn't they, hurt the loser. Especially if the ultimate goal is to put them together as a team. Yeah, the fucking um, unholy alliance. Yeah. Um, I'll say fucking Danielson wins this. I mean, I'd say there would have been outside interference, but I think clearly there's going to be outside interference in the Eddie and Jericho match. Oh, yeah, I got a theory about that. Ortiz and Santana are going to turn on Jericho. It was so odd. We'll talk about that when we get to the match. (laughs) Um, That's next. Yeah, it's it's Danielson because Danielson's gonna try to be more technical, try to get a submission, try to get get him down, like get him to the mat and stuff like that. Well, Moxley is just gonna fucking swing and punch you and kick you and bite you. Mox isn't gonna tap; he's just gonna let you pass. He's just gonna pass out. Oh yeah, I can see that happening. I can see them having a grueling fucking thirty minute match and. A la WrestleMania 13 with Brett versus Sean. I mean, Brett versus Stone Cold. You have Moxley fucking bleeding his gushing blood from his head. Him, uh, they put the LaBelle lock on him and he just passes out from the blood loss. And that's how you get, you save face with Moxley. <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, it's like doing the lights out matches. Yeah, it's a way to, it's a way to further the story and have, have somebody lose without them technically losing. Yeah. Um, next now it's Jericho versus Kingston. An amazing build. Jericho obviously n- out of his element against Kingston. Dude, Eddie Eddie had him on his Eddie had him backpedaling that last uh, promo. Yeah. Um, Jericho. Still trying to get that fucking GF, GFY. Go yourself. It's not going to work. 
no matter how many times you print it on a t-shirt, it's not going to get over. But Dude, last with the right with the right design, it'll get over. But last night when um he was doing a backstage interview, little promo thing for the upcoming match with Kingston, which kind of sucked. No Kingston on this to to kind of. I think Eddie just, will be. I mean, Eddie might show up on Eddie's on Rampage a lot. Eddie might show up on Rampage and run his mouth. Yeah, that's true. You got a Rampage is live uh, tomorrow. But it was just the odd thing of him. I love Eddie so much. Of him doing the backstage interview and then Tito. Tito. Uh, Jericho doing the ad backstage bit and Ortiz and Santana show up. And for some reason, he's like, are we good? And they're like, yeah. Like, how are y'all just good? Why are you dumb enough to think y'all are just good? Yeah, it's obviously. It's going to be a fucking. They're going to cost Jericho the match. Yeah. I just want, I mean, I, which sucks with that is I want, like, I want Eddie to actually beat somebody on his own. Yeah. Eddie wins this. Yeah, Eddie wins. Yeah, Eddie definitely this is, wins. This is his redemption. This is his one match that he wins. He wins the big match. He might See, not. But if Santana and Ortiz helping him win kind of, you know. But you can play it to where he doesn't, he doesn't he know. Doesn't know. And then that could, I guess, set up a rematch further down the line. But. Or, I mean, here's the thing. Would Eddie's character actually give a damn that he won, that he beat Chris Jericho with some kind of shenanigans from from Santana and Ortiz? Hmm. Who knows? Because you can't really say he's a... I mean, he's the good guy. He's the face in this bit, but... I think, if anything, Kingston's a fucking anti-hero. Yeah, he's he's not a, a straight-up face. Yeah. Um. Next, we'll talk about the Face of the Revolution ladder match. The so winner. here's my question. How many spots are still open? Just one, and that's going to be on Rampage tomorrow. Does a match? Um, this is for the number. I thought there was always a wild, a wild card entry. No, not this. That's for the battle royal. I thought there was always like another person that wasn't. That's yeah. That's for like the all in stuff. This is just for the to face the TNT champion. It's the brass ring thing. Or the poker chip. Yeah. Because who, um, Brian Cage won it when it was the poker chip. Yeah. And, and then, then Scorpio, Scorpio Sky, Sky won it when it was the gold, the brass ring, the Sonic ring. Yes. Yeah. Um, it kind of sucks. This is just for the, like the TNT championship, but you want to build up, I guess the TNT championship as a credible belt. But as of right now, it's Keith Lee, Orange Cassidy, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Stocks, Waldo, and then tomorrow on Rampage, it's either Christian Cage or Ethan Page. Which I'm hoping it's Ethan Page wins that. And he can be the uh, sixth person. Yeah, I mean, I just... I think this is the... like. 
I'm not happy with the payoff in in how they decided to wrap up the the American Top Team Dan Lambert stuff with Brandy. Like I think he he should have been allowed to come out and cut like a ridiculous promo on them. Oh. And then just say I'm you know although everybody's having a match to get in the to get in the the ladder match. I don't know, I think you could have just done it better without cutting off American top team at the knee. After we talk about the pay-per-view, I've seen a Cody rumor. I don't know how true it is, but I've seen a Cody rumor that we can talk about a little bit. Um, I don't think Keith Lee's winning. I don't think Power Hobbs is winning. They're going to cancel each other out. Warlow, maybe. Quite possible. Because you can... What happened with the backstage um, segment from last night? With... Him and... um, Oh, Max? Max. Well, yeah, he fucking fucking hit Wardlow. I mean, well, yeah. Well, Well, Max told him... Max told him, like, hey, if you win the belt, you get to keep it. I don't want it. But, again, he could always sit there and turn around and be like, I lied. Like, give me that damn belt. Especially but, if he loses the punk, he's going to be wanting something. No, he he don't give a shit about the TNT. He wants the world champion. I say you either give it to Ethan Page or Ricky Starks. If Ricky Starks is 100% healthy. Yeah, give him the, just give him the fucking TNT belt. No, this ain't for the belt. This is for the... Boy, yeah, give him the shot at the... Shot at the belt. Whoever whoever has it on Friday, which I'm guessing is God. Give it Andrade. Let Andrade fucking win the belt. With win by shenanigans. Yeah. Um this is another up in the air. Like any Orange Cassidy, I don't think he wins this. He's the smaller guy who's going to take all the fucking bumps from the bigger guys. Yeah. Keith Lee is definitely going to be setting up a possible um, feud with Powerhouse Hobbs and possibly Starks. They might cancel, all three of them might cancel each other out. I know, dude. Fucking, I, I just can't wait for, you know, as, as fucking Bray, you know, not Bray, as fucking, you know, Big E said, you know, what was it, man meat, big man meat, slapping meat, or something like that? Oh, Big E, because he was talking about um, Brock versus, no, Goldberg versus, it was Goldberg versus Brock, I think, he was talking about, just big sweaty men yeah. slapping meats. And that, yeah, that was, because that's what Big E said, you know, on one of the, one of, one of the fucking shows. It was the podcast. Oh, was it? Yeah. Um. Next, you have Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Something they should have done a year ago, building off of that lights out match. Yeah, I. I 
again, it's one. It's one of these like it gets harder to to determine, really, because you can go the either way. I think I think Thunder Rosa wins this. I I mean it could. I can see them leaving the belt on Brit because you, again you only have two main women. Yeah. Of any consequence, Brit and Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa is so like. I mean, I do like what Britt told her. Like, you're you're got to wrestle. You're a theme song. <laughs> yeah, they um, share amount of like Thunder Rosa is probably like the most overt female wrestler you have. I mean, it comes down to. I mean, it's like she most, gets bigger pops than most of the male. It's like wrestlers. most. It's like most mask wrestlers. Like the persona is what gets over. You know, I coming out with the half face paint every. You know, like that's. Mm. Cause she did. I don't think she did that. Well, maybe maybe she she, she did do that. In she's NWA. been doing it. Yeah, she did. I was trying to remember if she did it in NWA when she had the NWA Women's Title, and she she did, did in Lucha. Yeah. Um. Most of these people. That's just it. When you look at a lot of the people on the in, like they were in other companies right before they came to AEW. Yes. Eddie was in the, in NWA. Thunder Rosa was in NWA. I mean, Britt's the only one. Like Britt's like a. The other most of them, most of the other half was in fucking New Japan. Yeah, so I mean, there's very few, you know, not in a major promotion before AEW people. But I mean, I could, it could go either way. I I could see them leaving it on Brit so she can be a heel, and then feud with Jamie, and then I could see Thunder Rosa winning, blaming it on getting Jamie getting blamed, getting it blamed on her, and then her and Brit feuding. Yeah. But then that leaves. What do you do with Mercedes after that? Other than introduce women's tag belts, that is what you could do. You have a shit ton of women on this roster. Put them in tag teams that make sense, and let them get reps that way. But the only problem. The problem with that is you only get one women's match segment per Dynamite per Rampage. Do you sacrifice? I mean, there's got to be... Well, no, I mean, then you could put that on Dark and Dark Elevation or Rampage. Like, you know, it's something... It's a belt that's being defended on the shows that people keep saying are inconsequential. Yeah, then that just lessens the belt. Not really, because, again... Because people has that persona... perception of Dawkin Elevation, that's just that's nothing. That's just squash. Fucking, it's no need to watch those. Because you know obviously who's winning. And they're not good matches. I don't know. There's been some pretty good matches. Yeah, but people... Even fucking Serpentico when he loses, his matches are... Like, other than the hook thing, the hook thing really pissed me off. The Luther fucking trying to do a spring, like a I guess a poetry in motion and jumped on his back and then the, fucking squished they him. It's supposed to be. It was supposed yeah, it was to supposed be. to be a comedy spot. It was funny, but it was like, and again, my my that would would hurt my brain is like, all right, so Hook squashed Serpentico, but then Serpentico drew a really good match out of Penta. So does that mean Hook can squash Penta? Yeah, that's another thing. No fucking House of Black versus Penta and all. I them. don't know what's going on with. Death Triangle. Where's is Ray hurt? Yeah, Ray's still hurt because of his elbow. Yeah. 
How he never broke his arm is a fucking miracle. He's got some fucking elastic fucking yeah tendons and ligaments in his fucking elbow. Watching that live. Oh, I missed it the first time. Watching that live, it like as soon as he fucking hit, I'm like, oh, that's broken. Oh all shit! Was, all it did was just dis- dislocate it and pop back in, which again does not feel good because uh, I had my shoulder do that to me. Well, th- it was his elbow. Yeah, no, but I mean, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, it popped out. Like, it dislocated and then snapped back into place, which is exactly what this shoulder did. Got yanked out mm. and then snapped back in on its own. Like, just the elastic, like, you know, the tightness of the tendons and shit. Yeah. Pulled it back in. Um, Next, Punk versus MJF in the doll collar match. Oh, that match is going to be so great. Dude, the fucking the bit on again. Last night was last so good. night was amazing. Like, cause again, yeah. I told you, I'm like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna sit there and have him say it was all a fucking lie. Like, no, we're gonna. He just acknowledges, like, you know, yeah, and all of that turned me into this, cause I am the devil. <laughs> him coming out, obviously, when he went in for the hug. It's like, all right, he's gonna he smile a little too. I mean, he's the the smile he gave was a little too sly. It was he he needed to work on his like I appreciate this smile better. It was obviously he's like he's gonna kick him in the dick, and then afterwards of just him beating the shit out of Punk, bloody dude, that guy like the, the gash on his forehead was pretty uh yeah. legit looking. Hitting him with the diamond ring, um, he probably did it the hard way, my guess. Yeah, because it looked like it was like right here. It looked like he had like a. When he punched, it looked it honestly when like that last close up before they went to commercial, it looked like the corner. It looked like a, like a, a, a even though the ring's not that flat one anymore. Yeah, it's it's a round, big championship style ring. It looked like a corner like cut, like it looked like a fucking Pac Man. Because when he punched, he didn't aim for the face. He went. Like for closer the to the top of the head. Yeah, he so he was probably he probably tried to Yeah, he, he probably told him, him try and, and do it the hard up. way. Yeah. So Wadlow came out, gave him the ring, hits punk, busts him open. Sean Spears comes out with the doll collars. Um FTR is holding cart on the ramp to make sure security doesn't intervene. I'd just like to say there's someone out there that needs to watch that segment and learn how to hang somebody from the ropes. Yes. <laughs> um, they that's how you do it and not have the person pass out and have a seizure at ringside <laughs> so just saying so when they were hanging him Paige I mean not Paige uh, Punk um, MJF comes up wipes the blood on his hand wipes it wipes on his it shirt the shirt looks awesome you can buy that shirt now on AEW not with the blood but just the regular they should have printed one I'm sure they should have a, the one with like. I'm sure they will. The blood streak across it. So this, what he tells Punk as he's being hung from the, from outside the ring, um, I'm a snake. The big, the best trick the devil's ever pulled is making people make believe he didn't exist. So apparently, what I found out today is that's the same speech Punk gave in ROH when he turned heel. Yes. Like that's what I'm all of this. This is probably the best. I guarantee you, at Revolution, when they do the recap f- before this match, they should put that footage in. Uh, they got to. 
Like, put that Ring of Honor footage in to, like, explain that. Oh, the that. Ring of Honor. Oh, okay. That would be great. I mean, take Like, cross... Tony, if you're listening, tell your editor to cross-fade that line. Like, literally just cross-fade from him going to, to the beginning of that line to Punk. Oh, no. You start on Punk giving the line, and then... MJF finishes it. MJF finishes it, because yeah. that's long. I mean, that's real long. Like, yeah, you lucked into the fact that MJF was a fucking punk fan. Like, you have this yeah. to call upon, but, I mean, this is what actual long-term storytelling looks like. You this find a- something <clears throat> to anchor and attach all the emotions to. The This, obviously, already, hands down, this is going to be feud of the year. Yeah. And I did I like how Punk made reference to all the shitty things he did in WWE. That was so good. The callbacks of, yeah. like... I took a dead, a dead manager's ashes and yeah, dumped it under, on. Yeah, throwing the un- ashes, Paul Bear's ashes on the Undertaker. Who did he pour the alcohol? I know Jericho poured the alcohol on him. Um, Jeff Hardy. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it was Jeff Hardy. The the first Jeff Hardy feud. Yeah. Um, when Jeff was fired, when he dressed up as Jeff Hardy and came to the ring at. Like I thought he came, I thought that was when Jeff came back the first time. Or was that before he left to go to TNA? Uh, I think that's when he left for TNA. Okay. And look how good that turned out. Yeah. And then it was that and then um fuck what was the last reference he did? I don't remember. I know the ashes, the poured the alcohol down, I poured alcohol down an alcoholic's throat. It was one other one. I think there might have been like two Jeff Hardy references. Let me see. But yeah, I mean, like, this is what happens when you actually tell stories in wrestling. Like, you get MJF versus CM Punk. Mm hmm. X. MJF to take into accountability for doing horrible things while making reference to his storylines with Jeff Hardy and The Undertaker. I've done horrible things. I used to be you. Punk told MJF, I was so full of hate, I once poured alcohol down an alcoholic's throat. I covered a legendary wrestler's body with the ashes of his dead beloved manager. I mocked a wrestler's issues with addiction until he lost his job because of it. So yeah, it was two Jeff Hardy references and then The Undertaker one. So, I mean, but that's great that that's how you do good storytelling. And he even referenced uh, Stone Cold. Yes, the the taking the ball and going home was the yeah. Jim Ross reference to Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, I mean, again, that's how you do good storytelling. And honestly, Punk has to lose this. Yeah. It has to be MJF winning this, but how is this when you turn Wardlow? Well, no, because if Wardlow turns, then Punk it, wins. No, but you you can still you can still do the turn and have MJF win. You can have MJF call for the ring, and Wardlow doesn't give it to him, and that's how Punk gets well, his you, comeback. You actually make MJF win clean. That would be a great way to end it. The turn oh. happens, Wardlow doesn't give him the ring and walks out on him, and it 
forces MJF to prove he is. Or you can have Sean Spears. Better. No, I, I think if you're not going to have Wardlow do it, then you have, then MJF wins clean. Because mm. then that is the perfect jumping, that's the perfect springboard to go after the title. Yeah, because he's got to be next in line. If anybody is, we'll talk about this next for the final match. Um, but I mean, I do, I do think I, this I do should think MJF wins. This should be the main event of your pay per view. Yeah, it should. It's probably not gonna be, but it should be. Yes, it's not. They already announced. Tony Khan already said what the. Well, I mean, his Tony's whole thing since Jump is the world title is the main event. Yeah. Um, as much as Cody tried to say. No, the TNT belt is just as, you know... Well, because he painted himself into a fucking corner by making that stupid stipulation match. Yeah, I mean, that that, that straight up boils down to his creative booking because he yeah. said that shit when he was still making his own choices. Um, Before last night's promo, I could have seen Punk about to fucking seal the deal, but just can't... Has that one has the hesitation. second hesitation... And that causes them to match. He could still have it. Yeah. He could still, because again. After last night, probably not. No, but I mean, here's the thing. Even with last night, because of the references he made, because he's like, I was this. I see myself in you. I see what I was in you. Yes. He could still have that moment and play out that story beat of maybe kind of starting to lose it. And you start seeing some heel punk or just be tactics and then him going no i'm not gonna be and then mjf taking advantage of that and then because then your promo after that loss could be punk being like you know what you're right i lost but i chose not to be you you uh, chose to be me i choose not to be you and then that's how you end the feud for now or you can play the match as the perfect head game. MJF got Punk so fucking angry that it's off his game that um, he ends up losing because of his anger. Like his, like he can't control himself, and he does something stupid. And um, yeah, I mean, there's so many ways. This is what happened. This is this is the problem you run into when you have good storytelling. You could end the match so many ways. This is one of like. Four matches. That's going to be match of the night. Yeah, like all yeah, just has potential to be match of the like. No, I guarantee you, nothing at WrestleMania will come close to this match. Oh fuck no! Nothing. AJ and Edge is going to be nowhere near any match on. Like I think any match. Well, any of the big main matches. You don't think Knoxville versus Sammy or McAfee versus? I'm guessing it's going to be Austin Theory. Which might be actually very good, because McAfee. I mean, McAfee has put in the he puts in the work and he takes wrestling serious. I'll give him that. And Theory is very good. Like Theory is just wasting his fucking like most of the young talent on there. Montez Ford, Theory, Chad, um, just wasting their fucking prime years in WWE. Well, you know, Seth. Fucking bank the money. Yeah, That's make, all I can say. Yeah. Fucking bank the money. 
Um, Bank, look, you're not you're not putting in the reps. They they're still. I don't think they're putting in the reps like they used to. Bank the money, and and your body won't be as beat up. We'll see what happens with Montez Ford after he almost. Um, I mean, seriously here's, injured. Fucking here's Randy. the problem. I think. I mean, that was a, a. I don't think that was. I think that was just what it was. It was an accident. Randy's. And he's more mature now than back, but yeah, if this like was that, young Randy, yeah, it'd be ten years ago. This is what got Kofi, Kofi's fucking legs taken out onto him. Yeah, this that was first what push. Kofi for forever. Got Kennedy fired. Yeah, well, no, Kennedy didn't do too. Kennedy didn't help himself by going on fucking pot or what was it about? Like it wasn't pot, but going out and giving interviews saying he'd never done steroids and steroids wasn't a problem, and then he got caught when they did the thing when him and Orton got caught on that patient list. No, but also Kennedy was in a match with Orton and fucked up a move pretty badly and injured Randy. And yeah, but I mean, what that was before. And yeah. then when the 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 steroid patient list came out and Kennedy was on it even though he was doing the media rounds claiming up and down that he was clean and well it wasn't a big deal like it wasn't a problem big a deal as it was being made out of so was Rafael like, Palmero well, no but he was swearing like you there's like quotes of him swearing that you know Rafael Palmero um testified in the fucking Senate, <laughs> saying he didn't do it, and he was still busted. <laughs> um, and then the final match, your main event is going to be Hangman Page versus Adam Cole, the battle of that, the battle of the Adams. Um, I mean Cole loses. Cole loses this. Yeah, Cole. It's not his time. I mean, and I don't think I don't even think it's going to be. I don't even think this is going to be a clean Page beats Cole. I think this is going to be. Outside shenanigans costing him the match. Do you think Red Dragon costs the Bucks? Red Dragon comes out to say to help Cole. Young Bucks come out to save. Like what happened with him and Kenny? Uh, Cole. It and all, it's match. all going to depend on the way that match is going to play out. Is going to depend on how the tag match plays out. See, all right. Let's go back. These to, two matches are going to be like intrinsically connected. Let's go back to last night. Um, if since we've been watching wrestling all our lives, whoever wins the, the go home show, whoever wins on the go home show is usually the one the, who loses the pay per view at the pay per view. Um, but that's not what I'm talking about. So they tape Hangman to the ropes and makes him forces him to watch as Red Dragon and Cole beat up. Silver and Reynolds and Reynolds in front of him. Where the fuck was the rest of the Dark Order? That's the problem I have with the. Well, I mean, so you could say they were beat up from the the battle royale. Yeah, because the other four members were in it. Where the hell was Colt? Like, you know what I'm upset about the whole with this punk thing. Cabana. Cabana has not been around much. He's overseas. Cabana was on. The past couple of weeks, I think he was overseas doing a show. Cabana showed up on... He was on BTE. BTE? Two weeks ago, I think. No, last week. Last week? Well, no, it would have been last week that they filmed this week. So he showed up... Yeah. 
but he's been over like no, that whole- whatever it was it was when they were standing in front the uh was it last week's episode when they were standing in front of the truck and punks in the middle of them no it was that was when cabana showed up because the camera moved around and turned and colt was right there i thought it was for the kangaroo court no no anyway when he was so a- cabana was either at dynamite last wednesday yeah but or the all, Wednesday before. All those weeks of BTE when he was like an apple or a, an orange. An orange or and all that banana. Stuff. Yeah. Um, I I think he was overseas doing a fucking tour or something okay. like that. I think. But I mean he so I mean if he was in town like he's that's again you know if he's not there then that's 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 one thing. They um and you know what sucks because they've got Anna J. Anna J. used to be so imposing when she was just dealing with the Dark Order. Yeah, but it has. She hasn't been imposing in forever. At least when like the best friends are getting beat up, like Chris Statlander will come out and get in a motherfucker's face. They, like um, if Dark Order's getting beat up, Anna J. should come run out. I think she's been hurt too. Dude, like she, her shoulder. Well, I mean, oh yeah, that's true. That's why Ty's fucking. Yeah. Either way, she doesn't have to take a bump. They never let anybody hit Chris. Dude, that fucking pump kick Ty took from Jade. Oh yeah, I mean, oh, Anna's uh, Jade's pump kicks are so bad. She doesn't understand. Like, and it's not. I can't even blame her. That was a legit fucking kick to the face. That's what I'm saying. I can't blame her. It's the person taking one of those has to have timing. And put your hand up. That's what I'm saying. They, the person it. taking yeah. that kick, has that from someone who used the big, like the big, uh, the big boot. But like, wait, the way I threw it was like a front kick, just a very high front kick. Yeah. Like you, the person taking it needs to know because unless you have like meticulous muscle control in your leg. All you're doing is throwing your leg up and letting them run into your foot. So you put your leg up. They got to have the timing to get in there. I mean, it's you have to have timing, too, to, to gauge how far away they are. And the problem is fucking Jade is, like, tall. And her leg, she does, she never, her leg's always bent when she does it, too. Which means she's too close. Or the person isn't taking it properly. That like there's just a timing communication issue when she throws those that kick. Like they're not in commun they're not in sync. Whoever's taking that from her is not in sync with her when she throws it. Which is why that was a like a, a pretty much legit kick to the face on Ty, which is why she never connects like she'll connect with people in the gut when she throws that thing at Tom's. I'm like, no, that kick should be hitting people like you know, chest to head. Like, that pump, there's no excuse for that pump hitting anybody in the abdomen. Because clearly you're kicking people smaller than you. But it is that the, literally the reason why her, her pump kit looks so bad is like it's a lack of communication between her and the person taking it as to when to do it. And it really falls on the per- person taking it for either being too fast, too slow, and not taking it right. Because once you throw that leg in the air, like there's no control, you have no control over it. Um, completely off topic. Did you know there's an Exorcist reboot trilogy coming out? No, I did not. By Blumhouse, yeah. Apparently, they just it's October. They just 
the release date and the poster. October 13th, 2023. Mm. Anyway. Um, but yeah, the um, obviously Hangman has to win this. This sets up your MJF feud to be next. Because that'll make him, what, champ for when he won it? From Kenny? Um... All out, I think. Which is what middle of the year? Like he's had it for what? He's had it more than six months, right? Uh, just about. He hasn't defended it that much. He he's only defended it like at the big shows, and I think on a couple of dynamites. That one dynamite against Archer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, still, if it's six months, that's ninety. It's one hundred and eighty days. So he won it November 13th, full gear. So December, January, February, March. No, four months. Maybe maybe he will retain. A four-month title reign just seems kind of short. Granted, if all things considered, he hasn't been the best champ. No, it's been... Hit. I've seen people discuss... Like, people love Hangman Page um, on YouTube's shows and stuff like that that I watch. He's a very good wrestler. He's still very young. People don't know. Like, he's only 26 or 27 or something like that. He still needs work on his promos, but he's a very good wrestler. I mean, I think, you know what I think is the problem with his promos are? It's the cowboy gimmick. A cowboy from North Carolina? Like, it, it's the cowboy gimmick that I think holds it back. Like, yeah, it's just, the it almost sometimes comes off as that fake bravado. Well, he can't do the billet club persona that he had where he was the cowboy with the big dick. Yeah, I mean, you can't do that. And then him and... Or, the, or coming out with the, the noose. Like, it's, it, I'm amazed that they, he just he was able to keep Hangman. Um, yeah, which led into the all-in dick versus dick yeah. match against Joey Ryan. Um... Yeah, because he only defended the belt once against Daniel Bryan, Archer, and now Cole. Yeah, that's the problem with the, the whoever holds the world title. They don't. His his they story. Don't, they don't. They don't. They don't defend it all that often, and the people at the top of the cards' records are very, very small compared to the people on the lower parts of the card. And so the problem is. His story is so much better chasing the belt than getting the belt. Yeah, because, I mean, it's just, it's one of those, what do you do with it? Like, he should have been the the champion that defended it all the time. That's what it should have been. He should have been having, like, matches at least so formal, like, Every other, every two weeks, he should have had like a title defense. Yeah, I mean, Kenny had, Kenny had it for about almost a year, and he was defending on three different brands. Oh yeah, Kenny was fucking even knowing that he was hurt the whole time, he was just friggin' all over the damn place. That fucking vertigo. Yeah, which very, very severe yeah, vertigo. Fucking, 
inner ear shit and yeah. all that fucking with his equilibrium. Um. So yeah, that's the pay per view stacked fucking card. Probably gonna be five hours long, my guess. Four to five, yeah. Um, we will. We have made the decision. Um, we will be live streaming, reacting to the pay per view Sunday. Uh, starting at six o'clock central. Yes. Right? Yes. The buy-in starts at six. Buy-in starts, starts at, at six. seven. Um, so we will be live on Twitch, live on YouTube, and possibly, if the bandwidth permits, the YouTube. I mean, uh, the Facebook page. Because of right now, I have it set to stream on three those three services at one time. be very exciting like I said it's a stacked card like it's I wish it was on Saturday not Sunday it's weird that their their pay-per-views on a Sunday yeah because usually their pay-per-views are on Saturdays yep unless something's going on Saturday which I don't I don't know what's Nothing major sports-wise is happening Sunday. Unless something's happening. I mean, where, Saturday. Where is it at? Orlando. Saturday. Ooh, here's another what-if question for the punk MJF. A certain somebody lives in Orlando that's been calling out punk for the past 10 to 15 years. Samoa Joe? No. Who? Kenta. Oh. Ooh. He he tweeted. That saying, would be. I mean, that would be a a good. Do you have Claudio come in and cost Kingston the match against Jericho? Maybe. There's a lot of really good what ifs. I don't think. I don't think Cesaro. He's not going to be in wrestling for a while. Johnny came out and said he's officially taking bookings now. Or, well, I mean, he's doing indie dates. And in, yeah, indie stuff uh, or signings. And in the um, because he just wanted to be there for the birth of his child, his little boy Quill, Quinn, Quill. I mean, they've Quill. got fan fest. They've they got fan fest. Going on Saturday. Yeah, I guess this is a, a big pay per view. You want to do the fan. Because they already announced um, All In in Vegas is going to be three nights. It's going to be uh, Rampage, Dynamite, Rampage, and then. I mean, the, the only other thing I'm seeing. Uh, I mean, there's nothing really massive going on on a Saturday in Orlando. So maybe they just said, 
we can do, you know, fan fests on Saturday and then have the show on Sunday. Mmm. Weird. That this one's just on a... Unless they were like, screw it, we're going to switch up since fucking WWE switched their shit to Saturdays. Because their last pay-per-view was on a Saturday. Although, well, no, other than Elimination, the, the pay-per-view before Elimination Chamber was on a Saturday. Elimination Chamber was like Saturday afternoon, like, or 1 o'clock. No, it wasn't on a Saturday. Was it on a Saturday? I thought it was during a week. No, no it was on a Saturday because they, they yeah because I watched that, it. They taped SmackDown on that Friday. That 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 Friday SmackDown was taped. Yeah, because I watched it live. Well, I had it on in the background as I was playing a video game. We, um, put, we put it on, but it only would rewind back to. And they finally they actually let you rewind. It was quite hilarious. It let you rewind back to the beginning of the first match, but it was after the entrances. So we'll end the podcast on the Cody tease. I don't know how true this is, so take it with a grain of salt. Apparently, the talks with between Cody and WWE is not going well. That's why you still haven't announced him or made any reference to him. They've made two references to him. They've had two no, wrestlers just, reference. That was them going, oh, let's get people talking. Let's make some references to Cody. I mean, it's the same way Edge fucking referenced goddamn um, the MJF punk promo. Yeah, it's their cheap attempt to get fucking yeah. acknowledgement off of a better thing. But knowing WWE, they don't keep fucking secrets. Like, if, if he signed and it's a done deal... They would have fucking be advertising him like crazy for WrestleMania. You don't think he would have been on WrestleMania? No. No, fuck that. How much they're throwing at the wall for this WrestleMania to get that fucking attendance? They're bringing in fucking Knox. They're having all matches are going to be either part-timers or fucking celebrities. All the more reason why I don't think it would have been Cody would have been on that card. Because oh. I honestly don't think Vince thinks he's that great. Uh, Vince does not think he is worth the fucking time. That's why if there is legitimate talks and they have stalled is because they go, you're not worth what you want. No. But also, you can say the same thing about Drew McIntyre when he first left and came back. Now look at him. The only reason Drew, like, the only reason, because Drew came back twice the saws. And that's still fucking Vince's thing. Because mm. it's not like Drew is a great wrestler. Because if he ha- if he's has the ability to put on better matches, we'll never see him in WWE. Because all he does is like no. he's got he's he's inherited the five moves of Doom. He's got his setup, and that's it. Well, I I'll defend Drew because if you watch his indie stuff before he got to WWE again, that's you can't. It's go, way like, better. You cannot judge these wrestlers now because they're only wrestling WWE style. Look at fucking Ricochet. Jesus Christ. How much they killed his fucking talent. But again, it comes down to like 
substance of matches right now, Drew should not be in the main event. No, all his matches are semi like extended squashes. I mean, you can say the same about Brock's every fucking oh, Brock every match. Brock match is a squash. Elimination Chamber was a squash. That's all them at like. There's no wrestling. There's no story in WWE anymore. None. Uh, apparently, Alexa Bliss is not happy. Yeah, because she got fucking snubbed at home. Goddamn, like she could. They couldn't even have her come out and do anything in her hometown. No, you have. You do all those stupid segments. She's yeah, cured. And she did and then they were in Columbus and didn't do anything with her. No, it's it's not that. It's she's cured. And then they just randomly throw her into the elimination chamber. I, mean, I wouldn't call her cured. She still came out dressed as fucking. Exactly. But they said she was cured. You're good. And then she left, and it's like, and then it's like the worst voice over ADR shit of like, hey, I wonder what's gonna. Uh, there's this elimination chamber coming up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was all dumb. Yeah. The fact that you fired the fiend and you kept her with that gimmick. Yeah. And she still has the gimmick, even though she's cured. And then you don't do nothing af- after that with because her. Because ultimately, people might, the, the gimmick on her now makes no sense without The Fiend, but... She did a great job. It's a better gimmick than what she had before. Yeah. Because we have to remember, Rhonda buried her pretty fucking bad. She buried most of the women she buried the entire division but alexa had the belt yeah so you can say the same thing about brock yeah brock like that's why you get there's nothing because there is nobody they have built up no one they had bobby bobby and what did brock do bobby hurt got brock hurt bobby you seen that stat for black history month no brock lesnar has defeated every black champion in the wwe the rock Kofi, Biggie, Bobby, Bobby. I think that's it. Yeah, because the only other black champion would be Mark Henry. Mark Henry was he? A, was he a world champ? Yeah. I but it comes down to it's like which belt. And then Booker T. Booker the, T. How didn't Booker T. Have the yeah yeah. So I guess you could say the current modern. But I don't know if it's like the modern. It's black like the champs. WWE championship. It's not, yeah, because I would, you, I, I'm pretty sure. I don't think it's the universal. No, yeah. So it's the actual belt with the history. Yeah. And it's one of those, they don't know what a unification match means. Yeah, no. Oh my God. I, <laughs> so I was listening to Cordona's, I was listening to the major wrestling podcast today, the figure podcast, and they were asking him how he felt being the NWA champion. He's like, it's great. You know, it's the same belt that Flair held. And I'm like, it is not the no. same belt. That belt was the WCW. is the big gold belt. Yeah. The belt you hold is a replica of that belt that was Holy. created once TNA and NWA split. Not to mention... Ron Killings. Had that belt? No, not to mention. So the TNA belt, the the NWA belt became the big gold belt. So then they needed another belt that was the belt that Shane Douglas threw in the trash when ECW, because EC the original ECW was an NWA territory. Yes. So 
the NWA belt became the WCW belt, which became the e- then it became the ECW belt, which then got thrown in the trash. So then they had to have another belt, which then eventually became the TNA belt. And then when TNA and MWA split, it went back to the 10 pounds of gold. Like that belt has no lineage anymore, unfortunately. So to say that's the same belt, like, no, bro, you hold the same figurative title as Flair and Ron and and all these other people. Speaking of fucking Cadona, he's like, the belt collector. He's got like six belts. Yeah. He's got more belts than Kenny Omega did. He's the fucking Ultimo Dragon of indies. Dude, he went... Some I was watching. He went back to his original Fed and won that belt. And somebody on his thing's like, what the fuck is MYWC? Like, what? Why, why are you... I'm like... How do you claim to be a fan of this man and not know where mm. he started? I'm like, I almost posted something. I'm like, why? 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 What's the impact? What's the name of that? The multimedia champion. So basically a legitimate internet championship. Internet champion. That he won from Jordan Grace? Yeah, because that's a belt. That's an intergender belt. Okay. Well, I mean, technically all of Impact's belts are, I guess, technically intergender since. Yeah, I just found out she's married to Grissom. Yeah. Tessa Blanchard won the actual TNA Championship, so yes. like all their belts are technically intergender. Um, you find Jordan Grace is a beast. Yes, a beast. She was setting powerlifting records yeah. and stuff like competitions and that. Um, yeah, Impact I think was tonight. Yeah, it's on Thursdays. Um, that's what's one thing that's, I did want to see Omega versus Aldis. Yeah, that we never got to see. And the one time Matt got to go in AEW, basically he was Zack Ryder because he had to team with Cody. Yeah. And he, he had to, you know, JR buried him by calling him the toy guy. Which is kind of true. It is, but I mean. <laughs> uh, Chomper is now on the main roster, but they changed his music. No, he's he's still on NXT. He just showed Not- up. He showed up on main roster to fight. Neff along, like they gonna call him up. He looks so like just a beaten man. He does. He I I watched the when he came out in NXT and he came out in the fucking singlet, same as you could just he looks like he's got like constant lose face on. It's sad. We actually got the glorious Bobby Roode for like five seconds on NXT. Oh, did did they they did it? Yeah, they played for like five seconds and then they changed it. When Ziggler came out. Because why, why do what, you know, people want? Yeah. You know, um, it's just like Shinsuke could have been a heel even with the song without the lyrics. Like, he could have been a heel, uh, he could have been a heel with his original song. Like, his, since Shinsuke's character screamed, I can be a heel. He's got to be fucking. That's still over with the crowd. He's got to be the happiest man in WWE. He's got to be. It's just, I'm making all this fucking money. I get to surf. I'm barely on TV. Yeah. Even though I'm the champion. Yeah, I, I was still, the champion for how long and barely on? Mind you, he, was, he had a fucked up hand. But still, I got Rick Boogs now fucking 
doing my entrance. Pat McAfee's dancing on the fucking desk every time, and apparently Vince loves it. Thinks it's hilarious. Vince loves anybody acting like an ass. Yeah. Um. Did you see the trailer for Corey and Camilla, the YouTube show? I saw like a commercial. I'm like, Jesus Christ. She's like, oh, they're giving, like, everybody gets, I'm like, notice it's on YouTube. Yeah. It's not on television. It's on YouTube because they don't have the confidence that anybody would watch this. Um, so I watched the trailer when they first announced it, and it's the fakest fucking reality show you ever see. I mean, my thing, my whole thing is... All they is, talk about is banging. My whole thing, and it, again, which has got to be the most disrespectful shit to his ex-wife. Like, well, they, they were, ch- like, as much as they want to claim they weren't. Yeah, supposedly they, they was divorced long before they no, even. No, no, no. They weren't divorced. They were separated, separated. supposedly, yeah. when they got, when him and Carmela got together. His wife, his ex-wife does not believe that. Oh, probably not. It's the same with, um. Oh, God, the fucking. I can't remember the other couple. But anyway, you watch the trailer and it's literally, hey, can we bang on this? Hey, did you suck your own dick in the shower? Because I'm horny and you're not horny. So you must have did something in the shower. Oh, oops. We're moving into a new place and all of our sex toys fell out the box. Yeah, it's going to be and, and you know, what's hilarious. Like that shit will get fucking like age gated on YouTube. It will probably. So what the fuck was the point of doing it? It's because we we shot this, we shopped it around to networks. And nobody nobody picked it. it up. We couldn't even put it on the fucking peacock. Yeah, we had to put it on YouTube. It'll um, get age. It'll get age restricted if it isn't already age restricted. Because they is this four kids and they couldn't have put yes. Oh fuck now. Just watching that trailer. Yeah, so it's, all they do is talk about banging. It's so dumb. And supposedly, Kamala says if they win the tag belts at WrestleMania, no, no, if they win on Raw, or SmackDown, or whatever the tag belts or the female belts, something, whatever belt she's going for, mm-hmm. she said she'll do a live sex show at WrestleMania with Corey. So it's like instantly Vince, it's like, all right, give her the belt. Let's see this. No, because now, like, I I love how they weren't acknowledging them as a couple. Like, Corey would just say the most stupidest shit about her. And it was like the tongue in cheek, like, calm down, Corey. Now it's like, let's just make it a thing. I'm like, it's so dumb. Like, I hate when they, like, make real life couples, like, a thing that doesn't make sense. Well, that's why fucking Moxley. As Ambrose shot that down yeah. real quick, because he didn't want Renee any yeah, part of the storyline. Yeah, they made no sense for them to be associated with each other at that yeah. point in WWE at all. It still doesn't make any sense for them to be associated in the, in, in AEW. Like very few couples, it makes sense. Like I will say, like, and what's hilarious is now Matt and fucking Chelsea are doing all kind of shit on the indies together, but at one point after they both were out, after they were both released, they said, like, he said he didn't want, after the first thing they did together, he's like, I don't want to work with her anywhere else. I don't want that to be our thing, but yeah, lo and behold, it's become their thing. 
they um Renee's just gonna known be known as forever as Blondie. Yeah. I mean, I do think there's there's a place for Renee in AEW if she wanted to do it. I don't, I don't, she doesn't need to. She doesn't need to, though. Yeah. Like, she's good enough to be a commentator. Like, she's good enough to be a commentator. Yeah. Like, she doesn't need to be, like, a backstage. And, like, she's good enough to do commentary. She's good enough to be a fucking on-air person. Like, she can do a lot of things. They, um, her newest episode is with Hardwood. No, fuck. I get them mixed up. FTR. They did F- the. They did one, the first one, Cash. I think did the first one. Oh, I thought they did it together. No, he did it alone, and that's when he gave the Sean story. And he's and he said how much they gave up, how much money they fucking yeah. And then Hardwood Dash is today, I think, because mm. they were showing clips, and he he was talking about the dude running in and jumping Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame, and them two fucking attacking the guy, like roughing him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I guess that'll be it for yeah. wrestling this week. Uh, and like I said, we will be live on Sunday for AEW Revolution. Yep. So I'm Wayne. That was Paul. And we will see you on Sunday. <laughs>